0: kent online news news you can trust this is the kent online podcast oliver kemp
1: thank you for downloading this podcast on thursday the 13th of may hope you're all doing okay our top story today a 21 year old man will go on trial in november charged with murdering kent pcso julia james The 53-year-old was killed while walking her dog near her home in Snowdown just over two weeks ago. Callum Wheeler from Sunshine Corner Avenue in Aylesham has appeared at Maidstone Crown Court this morning and has been remanded in custody until another hearing in June. In other news, four people have been arrested following the death of a motorcyclist in Sittingbourne. A 26-year-old man from Whitstable was pronounced dead at the scene. The fatal road collision happened yesterday evening on Swale Way between a Honda motorbike and a Citroen C4 Picasso. Three men aged 18, 23 and 32, all from Sittingbourne, have each been arrested on suspicion of causing death by dangerous driving. And a 34-year-old woman, also from the area, has been arrested on suspicion of attempting to pervert the course of justice. All four are still in custody. Kent Online News. Now, as Mental Health Awareness Week continues, we've been speaking to a Snodland man who suffered a breakdown during lockdown. Tom Perry says there's still a stigma around men having mental health problems. The 31-year-old had therapy quite quickly, but realised he was fortunate, and others are waiting weeks to be seen. So Tom decided to set up his own group to help
0: others, and says it's been further help for him too. I must admit, it's been very tough. This is the reason why I started the group as well, because it affected my mental health. And uh, I suffered from a breakdown in December. And that's what kind of pushed me to do this group, to set up this project. And yeah, so just trying to set it all up and get it up and running as much as I can, really.
2: So, how did you go from having that breakdown to then wanting to set up this support group?
0: Yeah, well, I was sitting there one day and. I was scrolling through Facebook and I um, see a news article on there about someone committing suicide and it made me think that there's not a lot out there for men and it seems like there's a lot of men suffering lately with this lockdown and in general so I, um, I thought someone's got to build something or make something so that guys can feel like they've got a place to go to
2: do you think there's still a, a stigma about men's mental health and speaking out? And do you think that it's getting any better?
0: I think it is going. It is. It is going now, slowly, slowly, but it is going. I, but I'm. My aim is to help push it along fast over I can, because there's, there's, there is a lot out there now for helping men's mental health, but it's still not enough in my eyes. And I feel like that little bit more can really make an impact and really help um, men out there. You know, to come forward and step out of the darkness and say, you know, I'm not okay."
2: How does the group work then? How can people get involved?
0: Yeah, well, we're an online group on Facebook at the moment. You can find us on. We have a group and we have a page as well. The group is for men only. It's just somewhere for men to go to talk. The page is to promote men's mental health in overall, really. Yeah, so um, you can find on it. It's under the the Men's Mental Health Project. Uh, It's for the page and the group is called just Men's Mind.
2: As you say, it can be quite a sensitive issue to talk about. If there's people watching who want to get involved, but still have their concerns, what would you say to alleviate them?
0: Yeah, I mean, just open up, just talk, you know, um, sometimes talking is best. You don't have to be a, to a professional, doesn't have to be to your GP. Just come and talk to us. You know, we're, we're all just in the same boat. We're all guys. And we've all been there, we've all suffered mental health. And um, I feel like just talk to someone who's who's been in your situation I think that can have a big impact and just know that it's okay to talk up and uh, to not be ashamed of it. In, and I think that's the big picture that I'm trying to achieve here really is to let guys know that it is okay. You know, and talking is is nothing to be ashamed of.
1: The Men's Mind Project is designed to get men talking and can be found on Facebook. KMFM's also joining hundreds of other radio stations across the UK for the Mental Health Minute. Celebrities including David Beckham, Anne-Marie, Jamie Oliver and the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have teamed up for a message about how important it is to keep talking. It'll be broadcast just before 11 tomorrow morning as part of Mental Health Awareness Week. In other news, a sex offender from Ramsgate who was found with hundreds of indecent images of children on his laptop has avoided jail. Christopher Parrish was caught by police who traced his IP address to his house in Coleman Crescent in 2019 after an international surveillance agency picked up suspicious behaviour. The 34-year-old has been given a suspended sentence and will have to complete 150 hours of unpaid work and rehab sessions. Kent Online News Now, a leading nutritionist says there are a number of reasons why more children in Kent than anywhere else in England have been found to be overweight. Figures analysed by the government show around a quarter of year six pupils were classed as obese between July 2019 and September last year. It's feared another lockdown since then will only make the problem worse. Ish has been chatting with Julie Clark, who's a nutritional therapist based in Whitstable.
3: It's a very complicated issue, uh, weight gain and children and obesity. It's way more complex than just food. We've got to look at Our lifestyles now that you know many many parents are working long hours now. We don't necessarily have that family meal time. There's there's issues with um, you know income and the affordability of healthy foods. Then we've got the normalization of sugar and using foods for emotional support in times of stress. Which obviously we've just we're still in it, aren't we? We're still in times of stress and we use food rewards and trying to um keep our children entertained during lockdown they like to snack a lot and yeah it there's a, there the sugar sugar is a problem but it's way more than just about the food
2: i mean these figures you know based on the last academic year and you know sort of early stages of the pandemic as well how worried are you that looking ahead that this could be exacerbated and be certainly a lot worse because obviously as you point out there a lot of us have been isolated the past year.
3: I think anybody who works in in family health and with children is concerned about the trend it's not looking good for the future and and as you said the impact on those children is huge and I I do think that um the, the, one, of, one of the biggest problems is around the social side of it, you know, the affordability of food and people having the time to even cook and no basic cooking skills. I think Jamie Oliver is, is, is definitely right when he says that cooking is, a, is an essential skill. And it's something that I've always been mindful to teach my own children. But during lockdown, when parents are trying to work from home and try and homeschool, and the children are probably most affected are those ones that would have relied on a good school dinner. And I know that we spoke before about the the lunches that were being issued to those children wasn't necessarily very healthy. So there's so many aspects here, but yeah, massive concern because we know that, Diabetes is, is, is a huge cost to the NHS and it, it's getting worse, it's not getting better and certainly a pandemic is not helping either.
2: It wasn't long ago, obviously schools reopened for kids and I, I spoke to a primary school head teacher who pointed out that she noticed that her children, there were children who were coming back overweight and lack of muscle, they were struggling with climbing frames for example, How do we mitigate that going forward and to try and slow down, stop this trend that is so concerning?
3: Yeah, that is such a good question. And again, there isn't a simple answer to it. I think, uh, you know, not all children have got access to outdoor space. And in lockdown, when we weren't allowed to to go out or like I said, if you've got parents that are trying to work on things, it's not it's not that easy for children to be as active as they normally would be. And they are active at school. They have play times most times. Or walk to school and back, so the movement side of things has a, a massive impact. And we know that there's a link with screen time and that weight issue. And what did most children spend their lockdown doing? They were on screens because they had to be for their for their schoolwork. So, uh, yeah, what's the answer to it? I think going going forwards, there, I do wonder whether there should be an emphasis on the health side of things rather than just the academic side at, at school, especially in that primary school age.
1: More of our stories today. A man arrested after a woman was left tied up for two days following a violent burglary in a Kent village has been released without charge. The victim, who's in her 60s, was punched, cut with a knife and had alcohol poured over her during the break-in at a home in Frittenden last month. A 28-year-old had been charged, but another man who's 29 has been let go. Part of a housing estate in Maidstone could be demolished as part of a multi-million pound makeover. Housing Association Golding Homes wants to knock down more than 100 apartments in Shepway and build 240 homes, a shopping area and communal spaces. A consultation is underway and you can see what it might end up looking like at kentonline.co.uk. Speaking of which, uh, go to our website and you can see some adorable new pictures of a seal that's living in the River Medway. Bradley, who's actually a female, was first spotted in Maidstone more than a month ago. There have been several attempts to rescue her, but now experts are just keeping a watch. And final safety checks are being carried out on England's longest and fastest zip line at Bluewater. It's 725 metres from start to finish and drops you from a tower on top of one of the chalk cliffs. Chris Lane is the site manager of Hang Loose Adventure.
0: Longest and fastest in England
2: uh, at 725 metres. Um, there's not many of these around, particularly in the UK. Um, so that in itself makes it super unique. There's not a lot of locations that can to sort of take as it wide, you need just the right topography so the drop across ground to be just right. We've had to build this big tower which is five stories tall up here um, and that's given us just the right drop across site around 50 metres um, of height drop from this end to the end and we've used every inch we can of height and length to make this as thrilling and as as possible
1: it's due to open next month and you can see what it looks like at kentonline.co.uk there are also plans for bungee jumps skydive machines and the largest swing in europe at blue water within the next few years Lots to get excited about there. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. But you can also now subscribe to the iM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Head to subsaver.co.uk.
0: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online podcast.